If you are sitting at home next to your radio, you're hearing the music faster than you are if you're in the hall. Listening for the secret. Searching for the sound. This is The Sound Podcast with Ira Haberman. Please. 
You've been listening to The Healing, the title track off of Ghostlight's forthcoming record due out next week wherever you get music from Royal Potato Family. For the uninitiated, Ghostlight is a pseudo-all-star band made up of frontman Tom Hamilton Jr., Holly Bowling, Scotty Zwang, Raina Mullen, and Taylor Shell. The band's sophomore album was recorded at the Ballroom, Hamilton Jr.'s own studio in North Philly. As you'll soon hear, the album's creation was important for the band as it continues to mature now just four years into existence. I caught up with friend of the show, Tom Hamilton Jr., to talk about the album, his other project, Joe Russo's Almost Dead, and our sports team rivalries. Have a listen. The Healing is a follow-up to the first record. Um, three years in between, obviously, we had this pandemic. Um were you planning on releasing this a little bit earlier than, than what happened? I think you recorded most of this post pandemic though, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, if, if COVID didn't happen, we probably would have, we would have started working on this in 2020. Um, you know, that definitely was like probably how the timeline would have gone. You know, I mean, we had, he had some pretty good momentum there for a while, you know, uh, leading up to COVID. And um, yeah, we probably would have taken the rest of 2020 and done the summer festivals and then, uh, and then took, took that fall and done and, and written a record. But, uh, you know, whatever happens, happens. And here we are. So yeah, we, uh, Raina and I started really chipping away at it um, in like, the beginning of 21, I would say, was when we were really working on like demos and 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 shit like that. Like the end of the end of 2020, the beginning of 21. It feels like even though the sound is consistent, because obviously it's your voice and Raina's voice on most of the songs, and it's your playing and Raina's playing and the rest of the it does seem like it's a bit of a departure from the first record. I don't know if that is the songs themselves. Um the way you've written some of the songs, it feels like to me a bit of a classic rock album to a certain degree. Uh, a little bit of Fleetwood Mac, a little bit of Heart. Now that could just be because Raina is singing and that could have a lot to do with it, but that's the sense I get that the vibe is a, is a little bit different from the, the indie rock vibe of the first record to this record. And that just might have to do with the songwriting. I, I don't know. What, what's your sense of it? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the first record, we ha I feel like we, there, was, there was a lot more um, purpose behind the first record. You know, like, we wanted to try to have a lot of the tunes be two voices. You know, we wanted to have song, whether it was us singing, to, like, a verse together or, like, she takes a verse, I take a verse type of thing, you know, which we, we did on this record on um, Sweet Unlimited. You know, like, that was kind of, like, the old formula uh, with, with that song. Um, but with just the way that this thing, but, the, you know, with the way that time happened and COVID and, and um and also just I think there there's there's more trust. Um like you know, like the this the first record was the first album that Rain and I wrote a full album, you know, together. So uh, she grew so much in like her playing and her songwriting 
that I think, it, it, you know, that it was, I was able to, you know, I just trusted where she was coming from a little more and she trusted where I was coming from a little more and, and it was, you know, kind of easier that way of like, yeah, man, like, you just you I, I don't need to sing on this track you know it's like yeah. you got it, you know like right. like do the thing um and like sonically was definitely wanted to be more of a you know I built I built a studio in Philly um right before COVID um so this was the first record that Ghostlight did in the in, in the spot you know um but it's you know it's the same place that we did Lacuna and the more stuff and whatever um but the studio is designed for a band to record as a band, you know, right. like live, you know. Um, so I wanted to just, I wanted to, wanted to do that, you know. The first record, I didn't know what we had, you know. It was like I, it was, you know, I, 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 I got these these four other musicians together that no one really knew each other, and the first thing we did was made a record together. So you know, didn't really know the tools. After a few years of touring and getting to know each other, you know, it was easier to understand, you know, this is the band, this is what we're capable of. Um, and this, and, and there's a sound there. And I, so I wanted to capture that, you know, and um, yeah, I, I, th I think we did, you know, there's like, you know, uh, there's not a lot of overdubbing and shit like that. You know, it's like, this is it, you know, this is what we're doing. And, and, you know, the jams are the jam, you know, yeah. like, you know, it, it happened just kind of how it happened. And, and, you know, like, like there were definitely points where like a song, like, um, like dig a hole has like that really cool fucking jam section in the middle yeah. of it, you know, and, and, and that, you know, and we just, we played it a bunch and, and at one point, you know, when it got to where we're like, okay, we're going to start recording these songs, you know, somebody was like, Hey, should we, you know, should we cut out that jam or make it shorter or something for, for the record, you know? And I was like, no, nah, man, fuck it. It's cool. You know, yeah. like we're, we're playing cool shit. So let's just, you know, let it be five and a half minutes or six minutes or whatever it is. You know, I was actually going to specifically ask about dig a hole. And, and there's some other songs that I want to ask you about, but how many, it says here, how many versions of the solo were there? Like there's, there's a few monster solos. There's the, I think there's at least one in that jam that you take a monster solo or there's, is it there are several deriv derivatives of that solo or is it just the same, the same one each time and in, in the number of times you put that song together? Oh, it, it was always different. You know, yeah. yeah, it was always different. It was just like, this is the one that works, you know, and we just kind of just went with that, you know? It's great. Yeah. It's great. I, I, I noticed that there aren't as many built in jams to the songs as there were on the first record. And I think that could be because on the first record, you may have started playing some of the songs live before there was a record, I think. Yeah, we definitely toured before the album. Yeah, that's right. Um, so yeah. this one was a little bit different in that you didn't have the experience of playing these songs as much. So there wasn't as much jam room in in these songs as there were last time uh, no, the, the room's there it's, yeah it's, yeah well i mean when we play this shit live that's it, what it, i mean live it's obviously different i'm saying on the record though the jams don't extend as much as they may have yeah i mean i guess let me think about this so what it, well i mean there's the whole thing take some time's a pretty big one you know yeah. at the end of that and um you know the uh, dig a hole 
even the healing, I guess. Yeah, there's not really a jam in that. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I mean, it just it just was it just happens, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like it was definitely a thing of not overthinking it so much. You know, I, the first record was a lot of thought was put into it. You know, and uh, this, I, I just wanted to trust what we were doing. You know, it's like, hey, this is where we're at. Let's just go with it. You know. Is that evidence of the band maturing? Is that evidence of you just being more comfortable as a producer? What what is it about the process that was just like let's just let's just cut these songs, guys? I mean, well, I mean, we rehearsed a lot, um, and yeah, I mean, I I, I I I just wanted to be less precious about it, you know, like as as the producer, you know, it's like I I wanted to just let's just let it be what it is, yeah. you know, and, 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 and just put it out there and see what happens. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the healing because there's a great video, by the way, which I think is hilarious. Thanks. And I know that you had a lot of the artistic input and, uh, and obviously star in the video Well, the whole band does, but you're front and center. Um, as you, you know, you're Tom Hamilton jr. It's, it's you're right. Um, the record, though, the song, though, feels a bit out of place compared to the rest of the, the record to a certain degree. Okay. Um, Tell me about that. Well, I just think that there's more... Uh, it's, it's more of a pop song than the rest of the record, I think. I think it has more of those elements and, you know, the, the screaming and the, the stuff that you do. It just feels a little bit different. And it's you singing. I mean, I think, and I could be wrong, it's one of the only songs on the record yep. that you sing on like the rest yep. are all very much um uh the rest are all very much reina mm -hmm. and is that again purposeful or what the songs demand like we've talked about that before we've talked about what the song demands and sometimes the song just demands reina singing as opposed to both of you or just you right yeah i mean it, i mean there's definitely also i think just like Again, you know, just like as the producer, like looking at it when we were put when when stuff was coming together, it just it felt right. I wanted to like uh, I wanted to feature. You know, everybody has to have a spot where they stand out. You know, yeah. And 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 you know, like have the thing that they're good at. You know, kind of shine. And it's like. Yeah, I mean, Rain is a great songwriter and a great singer, and and you know we had all these tunes, and it was just like, yeah, I don't know, I, I, why not make a record that's heavy on her singing? She's got a great voice, you know. I mean, I, I think it just kind of made made the most sense, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, the only other thing I sing like a lead on is the one of you know one of the verses in Sweet Unlimited. You know, everything right. else is mostly just singing harmony on 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 the choruses, and. Um, I mean, I think a lot of it also is the fact that the songs, her songs, um, dig a hole, take some time, uh, don't say goodnight. They just felt very personal. Right. You know, um, the first record, again, we made a conscious decision to not write from a personal perspective. You know, we w wanted to keep it kind of ambiguous keep it you know so it can so it doesn't sound like it's just it's me talking or that it's Raina talking that 
you know, trying to make it so it's just kind of a thing the band is saying, you know, right. um, where we were at as, as the songwriters in our lives at this point, it's just that wasn't where we were, you know, like she, Brianna came in with a bunch of great tunes that were, were very personal. And it's like, well, I'm not going to turn these down just mm -hmm. because they're clearly coming from a place that yeah. is from one member of the band. Um, and I mean, honestly, that, that helped me in my writing with, you know, I mean, with, with the healing, you know, it, it was like, yeah, okay, well, I'm, I'll, I'll dig in, yeah, you know, um, yeah, I mean that, you know, the healing, like you said, it's the only song I sang and, 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 and really wrote lyrics for. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of, you know, with the, I, I wrote the lyrics to that and sweet unlimited and it was, yeah, I, I felt okay about kind of diving into my own shit. Um, because she was also doing that, you know, and I was like, all right, man, let, you know, like that, let, let's, let's, let's both exhibit that courage and, and, and get it, get in there, you know. Do you think where you both are, and I'm, I'm going to tread carefully here. Um, do you think where you both are personally um, is such a different place now than you were when the first record was written that you sort of have given up some of that responsibility of co-writing or, or co-mingling sort of in, in, on songs? No, no, it has no. nothing to do with we, that. We still, I mean, we still, I mean, you know, the, our process hadn't changed much, you know, like musically, it's still kind of the same thing, you know, I mean, it's very much, you know, um, you know, what she bring when she brings in a song, um, you know, uh, it, it's kind of like she's at a guitar, I'm at, and I'm usually at the drums, and we'll, and it's like okay, let's 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 find let's find the song here, you know, let's yeah. find the thing that isn't like the obvious, you know, like like the first tune that we really did for the record was "Don't Say Good" or "Don't Say Goodnight." just yet you know yeah. and she had you know she had like a voice memo recording of her just with a guitar and singing it and it sounds like a Joni Mitchell tune you know yes, and, that's, right. and that's cool yes but like that already exists yes. you know so it's like okay well so then it was like all right well let's get together and and start working on it and it, you know basically was just her you know us play, jamming on it the two of us for fucking however long uh until I found that group, you know, the junk, you know, like just getting that thing. Yeah. And then it kind of all reverse engineered itself from there. It was like, oh, okay. So now this is what we're singing over. This is a whole different song now when you put that drum groove under it, right. you know, and then found the baseline to it. And it was like, oh, dude, okay. You know, this is, this is the thing, you know, and, and, and able, and was just able to dress it up in a different way, you know. Um, and yeah, you know, so like, as far as like our process with like, with how her and I write songs together um, on like the stuff that she brings in, uh, the only change there was the lyric thing was, you know, was her having like, you know, full lyrics pretty much finished by the time she brought it in. So that was super cool, you know, um, just to do something different. And, and, on, and on my tunes too, like, you know, faces like, uh, so I, I, I did, uh, I wrote The Healing and Faces of the Moon and opening credits, uh, Sweet Unlimited, I think are the four. Yeah, those are my four. And like, 
you know, Faces of the Moon, I, I sent her the demo of, it was just, you know, it was all, it was the song, just the music. It was all finished, you know? And I was like, hey, I got this thing that I've been sitting on for years, you know? Um, do you want to try to put some lyrics over it, you know? And, you know, after a little while, she sent it back. And, you know, so it was, it was cool that we, we just, you know, there are certain aspects of it that maintain the same, but we also were trying new, new, new things, you know? It's like doing the same shit. It, it, what's the point? You know yeah. I mean? You, you, you can't, you know, uh, Russo says this all the time you know, with J-Rad, you know, it's like, you can't, you can't put the same information into the machine and expect different answers all the time. You know, it's like, you need to start putting different in, in, you know, put in different stuff. So you get out different stuff. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing, you know, it's like, Hey, let's, let's try, you know, creating in different ways. And, and, uh, and this is, and this is the way we did it this time, you know, I'm sure when we get back up to the plate and and whenever, you know, we make another record, I'm sure it's going to be different. Uh, There's a great jam in opening credits. Is that stuff, is that still stuff that's done on the fly? That's just the stuff that, you do know when you're opening credits is 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 super composed i mean a lot of the stuff a lot of the 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 meat of the songs we bring in like kind of fully fully realized you know like it's it's everything's composed from you know all the bass lines the fills like everything like you know rain and i do all that legwork prior to bringing it in Mm mm-hmm you know, to the studio. And I, I think, and you know, that I think that's a lot of that is from just like the years of being in bands that I've had of, you know, if you don't bring in something that if you don't do the work, uh, you know, and you're trying to do, and you're trying to like really suss out an, uh, an idea from scratch with five people in a room, it's just, it's not my favorite way to create, man, right. you know? Yeah, it's you know it's just too many cooks and you know like whatever you know it's like uh, Raina and I we we have a shorthand we know how to how to work together we trust each other's like you know ah that doesn't work you know and and are and are able to kind of sift through ideas and 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 land on the things that that work you know uh, opening credits I wrote opening credits for the Benevento Russo duo oh wow in. 2004 maybe mm-hmm. um i saw i saw the duo for like i think it was the first time i saw them uh in philly uh at some tiny club and they played a song that was in odd meter it was in it was in uh nine eight time signature which i was just like who the fuck God. writes like that you know those two people I, yeah uh and i went home and i wrote opening credits which you know the whole thing is in nine eight and it's you know and and uh yeah. And like, I, I wrote it I, and my band at the time was brothers past and those guys were not good at playing an odd, odd meters. Right. So we, we couldn't pull it off. And then I gave it to the duo. Um, when I, I toured with them for, for a while. Um, so I was like, Hey, I got this tune I actually wrote for you guys. And we tried to do it, but it's, I mean, you need five people to play the song, you know, it's like, it's just there, you know, it's just the, the way it worked. So it, that didn't really work out. Um, so we just sat in a fucking folder for in, until, you until know, uh, last year when I, I, I was like, oh, shit, this would be a great instrumental track that this band could really play, you know. But no, it was all it was completely composed. You know, I, I, I 
That's amazing. So does the collaboration with the other members of the band really happen in the studio? I mean, you have the parts and is it just a matter of Holly putting her touch on things? Um, the bass players changed again. Yeah. Um, it's like, you're like, you know, you're the, you're like the grateful dead with keyboard players or whatever. Um, you keep changing bass players um, or yeah. Spinal tap with the drummers. Um, that's okay. Um, is that where that collaboration then happens, where the rest of the group think happens, is when you're actually performing these songs in the studio, running through them? I mean, the group think is when we're live, you know, like that's the thing of like, th that's the strength of everybody else in the band, you know, is like mm -hmm. being able to take these things and then when we go on stage, that we're that you know like i mean scotty is just a, a fucking incredible drummer you know and and a great improviser and 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 that's where they that's where he really shines and same for holly obviously a great a great improviser um you know it, it's the you know there's the two sides of the band you know there's the songwriting side of it and the jamming side of it you know and and you know when I, when I put the band together, that was like the whole, that was the whole thing, you know, it's like, okay, you know, these guys are great improvisers, you know, uh, you know, Holly, Scotty, um, you know, our original bass player, Steve, uh, is a, is a, was a great improviser as well, but he was also a fucking incredible producer. He just had, he had great taste, you know, like just really smart guy in a studio you know, so it was like, so he was kind of like the swing man in the middle, you know, it's like mm -hmm. he was good at the songwriting and good at the, at the, at the live thing, you know, and Raina, obviously her uh, shine the most in, in, in songwriting and singing, you know, and, you know, it was the thing of everybody, everybody compliments each other's strengths and weaknesses, you know, like Raina's incredible at the time was an incredible singer and incredible songwriter and the jamming, she was still figuring out, you right. know. And then on the other side, you have Holly, who, you know, singing and songwriting isn't her strength, but she's Holly Bowling, you know, she's, yes. she's an incredible, uh, you know, player and, and improviser and, and listener, you know, so it's like, all right, we, they even each other out, you know, or, or, you know, or Scotty and Raina, you know, like, you know, like everybody evens each other out and, and makes the band what it is, you know, so yeah, you know, like with the songwriting and stuff like that's just, that's where Raina and I's you know, uh, partnership shines uh, as uh, you know in in that thing, and then well, you know when we bring what we come up with to the band, they you know they they make it fucking work. You know, I mean, like this tour, you know, it's gonna be super exciting, man. Like these songs, when we when we really open this shit up, it's fucking fantastic, man. You know, we really it's 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 just fucking awesome. You know, um, speaking of the tour you guys tend to do tours and sprints. It's not like, you know, over several months, this band is going on tour. This is October, hardcore, hitting it like almost every night or every other night. So there's a lot of travel. There's the, well, I guess it's the four of you and then the, the bowling bus behind you or whatever. <laughs> um, but it's like, it's like just, you're just tearing at it all of October. Is, is that just the way it goes because you all have so many other projects on the go? Yeah. 
I mean, you know, ideally that's, it, like, that's not an ideal situation, you right. know? Um, I think it's, you know, we're still, we're still coming out of COVID, you know, we, 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 it's like, we, we weren't, we also, it wasn't just COVID, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, just life happened, yeah. um, with, 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 you know, uh, the bowling's had a baby and, and stuff like that. So, you know, like we weren't able to recover as a band as quickly as, mm-hmm. as, uh, as some other bands. Um, so this is just kind of where it's at, you know, uh, yeah, it's not ideal at all, you know, um, but what are you going to do? You know, you, you can't, you can't fight it. You know, you just kind of have to go with the thing, you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, next year, whatever that is, make, you know, makes a little more sense and, and whatever, but you know, this was like, look, man, we're putting this record out. We need to go out. We need to hit uh, as much as possible. And, you know, and there are uh, parameters in which we have to operate uh, more so now than before. And, and, you know, it is what it is, right? You just got to, it is what it is, man. You know, like, uh, you know, Um, how excited are you for December 29th at the Ogden where I don't know if Ghost Light's opening for Benevento or Benevento's opening for Ghost Light, but is that? It's is, a co-bill, you know, yeah. Mark play first, but it, it's it's a co-bill, you know, it, like it, it's fine, you know. I, I, you know, we definitely are a little more uh, experimental than Marco's thing is, you know, so um, I think it just kind of made made a little more sense for us to go second and, and you know, get, get loose when everybody's loose, you know. Uh, are we going to see some collabs that night? Or are you going to hop on stage? I thought, who knows? Yeah. I was like, we're all in the same room. I'm, I'm yeah. sure something will happen. Yeah. You know? um, and I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask about J-Rad. It's the gift that keeps on giving, right? I mean, it's, there's no end in sight for that project. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I, I, not that I know of at least. You know? <laughs> You're not so, announcing now that next summer is yeah. your last tour or anything? No, like that? no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, it's a fun, it's a fun gig, you know, uh, and it, you know, it's not that it's not a, a huge time commitment. It's a fun job, you know, uh, and, and, you know, it, it, it has certainly helped all of our careers, you know, it, it, like there's, there's really, you know, it, it it, it's a it's a good time you yeah. know and and it is and you know and it's it's made things like ghost light and marco's trio possible you know right. it, it really uh helps helps everybody uh you know in the end you know we we get to do we get to serve this music and make sure that it's you know being played in a new way and and, mm-hmm. and you know, just trying to help carry the torch and, 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 and do it justice. Yes. Um, and the payoff of that is that, you know, it also helps us all create original music and, and have the time to create, uh, uh, you know, fucking create some real art, man. You know, it, it's, it, it's great. I mean, Marco, Marco shits records out all the time, man. That guy's always put yeah, out albums. I, like what, 800 records during the pandemic or something? You know, it's unbelievable, you know? And, and you know, and hey, man, I had a good good pandemic. You know, yeah, I, you did too. Two, That's right. You know, that I, I put together that band more, which is, you sure. know, I, I, it's a great band. I really hope that we, 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 we st- you know, we actually started recording some stuff in the studio, uh, some some new material. Cool. Um, 
that you know, man, you know, hopefully maybe next year or, or, or something we'll we'll start pl actually playing shows, you know. But um, but you know, it's like I, I got to put more together and 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 do a couple of those streams and do a Lacuna record with Holly and uh, and you know, it, it yeah, all of that exists because of of J Rad and what we're able to do, um, and you know, it, it it's. It's it's a great thing, man. It really is, you know. Uh, agreed. You're not going to get any arguments from this side of the the table. <laughs> well, and you know, and to, and to just be able to, you know, I mean, I, I've I've loved that band my whole life, you know, and um, and so to be able to be a part of, you know, this next generation of people that is, you know, bringing it to all a lot of you know a lot of people, uh, it. That's not, you know, I don't take that for granted, man. It's that's yeah. uh, it's a fucking honor to be able to do that stuff. But also, like, you know, we don't take it too serious. You know, it's like, I I know that, you know, right. But know. that's part of the aura, right? Like, that's part of the thing is that you none of you, yeah, are don't too precious about it. Right? No, because no, then you'll no. ruin it probably. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, it's like, dude, we didn't write those fucking tunes, you know? Like, yeah. you can't say, you know, I. Uh, there are you know there are people who act like they did you know and it's like mm -hmm. hey man that's not who we are you know like we are here as a, a, a we're a prism for this thing that for this light to pass through um you know we're a conduit you know we we in no way shape or form take any ownership of this stuff you know that's not it's not right I, I don't think to to even you know have that kind of attitude about it but yeah man you know it's like you can't be precious about it like yeah. there's no there's no growth there you know if 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 you're you know oh well you know jerry didn't or you know yeah. fucking billy bleh. like hey man you're doing it your way shit, yeah man that shit's been done you know we're not here to like recreate you know it's not a civil war reenactment right no like we don't have to like go method actor you know <laughs> fucking yeah. daniel day lewis over here playing phil lesh it's like no dude like let's put again put new information into the machine let's do something new with these tunes you know like that's why I, you know i don't i, I don't i don't want to sound like garcia and i can't sound like garcia right. he was already a garcia he lived and died in his worship that's not me. I'm just a dickhead from Philly that plays guitar. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do what I do, you know? And if it sometimes sounds more like Randy Rhodes than it does Jerry Garcia, well, nobody's complaining. I don't, I don't think. Um, just on that front, are you guys still adding songs to the set sets? Because I know I noticed in like some of the, the fan groups, there's lists of covers, Grateful Dead covers that you guys haven't played yet. Grateful Dead originals that you haven't played yet. There's always this thing about, Brent tunes aren't in the mix. Like, are you, do you hear that? Do you care about that? Are you adding songs? Is it ultimately up to Joe still to make the set list? Just talk yeah, to well, me a bit of soundbite on that. Yeah, well, I mean, yes, Joe definitely does. You know, he's in charge of all that stuff. But, you know, I, well, the Brent thing, I mean, dude, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Brent tunes. That's that's, that's for fair. sure. You know, um, I don't know where everybody else's, you know, lands on that, but I, you know, just a little light, you know, isn't, cool. yeah, but you know, come on, bro. You know, you're like, <laughs> okay. You know, All right. Just a little light is, is, is not 
fucking throwing stones. You know what I mean? Yes, not, I understand. It is, you know, it is, it's not they love each other. So, you know, there's, I don't think there's any rush there to learn those tunes. Um, but, you know, we always find, try, we try to find ways to spice up, you know, whether it's a, a deep cut that we haven't done in a while or, or haven't done at all. I mean, there's not a lot of tunes that we haven't no at least touched on you know brent tunes that's what I'm well saying. besides blow away blow, and the best blow away ever is from philly so i don't know understand why it's not it's not part oh of is it which one that rfk one yeah that rfk for one. jfk sorry yeah the, the yeah, JFK, JFK, whatever yeah. uh yeah, yeah. okay fair well, it, maybe it's an opportunity to get Marco more involved in vocals. No, I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, I mean, there's also that, right? Like, who the fuck is going to sing that shit? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like weird Michael McDonald thing going. You know, you're like, <laughs> what the? <laughs> you know, like, okay. Ah, I don't I, I'm going to save you from yourself at this point and, <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> and end that right there. Uh, dude, always a pleasure talking to you. You're always uh, great with your time. I love the record because it, it is a, it does feel a little different from the first and that's good that that means the band is growing and and rain is growing as a songwriter and as a singer so it's awesome and uh and thank you man for for all that you do and can't wait to hear some of that more stuff i'm psyched for that too anytime man i you know i appreciate the support i, I appreciate your interest and always down for a good talk and uh go flyers i guess go, there's oh, always a chance there's... at the beginning of the year right not this year. <laughs> I literally, right before this interview, I was just watching. They 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 put out like a little, uh, just like a little video clip from from the beginning of training yeah. camp. Dude, this team is so fucking bad. <laughs> like they have, I think seriously, I think they're gonna when they ice this team yeah. this year. There's gonna be like five people that are actual NHLers. The rest of them are, are all Scrubs. like just the worst, dude, or kids right. that have no idea what's going on. You know. No, this team is going to suck. And that's okay, man. Bottom out. Hopefully they get the, the top three pick next year go. and, and you know, we, we can we can rebuild. You cool. know? What do you got? What you're a Leafs I'm guy? I'm a Leafs guy. I'm sitting pretty. We just gotta win a round in the playoffs and we'll be fine. If we win one round. Yeah, well, no, you can't you're not gonna win anything until you have a fucking you have any sense of defense, dude. You guys have no defense. <laughs> You mean it's it's the same thing with the fucking Oilers. What do you Canadian teams think that you can just you're going to score six goals yeah. every night in the fucking playoffs? You're not. <laughs> you're not. You have no defense, Fair. dude. It's a shame. And I, you know, hey, whatever. I, I I love Wayne Simmons. I'm glad he he's over there. You guys take good care yeah. of Wayne, the Wayne train. That's true. But you know, we'll, let, let's find a reason to talk again in the middle for of the sure, season. and then we can talk shit again. And I, I won't even mention the Sixers because my Raptors got killed by the Sixers last year. So, dude, this bro, they the Sixers had a great offseason, sure man. I, I am super stoked, man. As I, long as I, Harden I, can be Harden, you guys are going to be in good shape. As yeah, Harden needs to fucking. I mean, even if he's like seventy-five percent Harden. Yeah he's still going to be great. And Embiid needs to not be hurt. And, and, and we're going to be fine, man. Therese Maxey's going to yeah, fucking have true. another great year. Oh, that kid. What a fucking gem, man. Like, Oh, I think he, yeah, man. I think, I think this team's gonna be great. The, the PJ Tucker pickup was fucking yeah, awesome. Great. You know, it's, it's going to be a good team. I can't, I can't wait to, to, cool. to watch well, it. And I, we'll I, have to check I, in in December or something and figure out a reason to check in and, and talk shit again. Yeah. Yeah. Ho yeah. Hopefully we go through Toronto again. All right, man. Be well, be safe, man. Tommy is so considerate with his time. What a great guy. Too bad about his taste in sports teams, but I digress. 
For the band's busy tour schedule and more, visit ghostlightband.com. Before we leave you, how about another track off of The Healing? Here is Don't Say Goodnight, just yet. So 
You've been listening to The Sound Podcast. Technical production by Adam Karsh and Andrea Ruse. Inspired by the music we love. For more, visit thesoundpodcast.com.